94.7 Talking Country uh, as we play Tupac Shakur. <laughs> Which is, um, yeah. I just want that because it's all about making money here at Buck Days Pro Rodeo uh, down here in Corpus Christi, Texas. And uh, live here at Brewster's down by the bay. I love this place. This place is amazing. Right? It, I mean, it, it, if you come to Corpus Christi, you've got to schedule this in. Yes, and it's right by Whataburger Field, which is just amazing. And this place is an open bar, not open bar, but the sides all open up. It's absolutely beautiful. The fans are going. We're in downtown Corpus for the Buck Days Rodeo, which is just a phenomenal rodeo. That is, if you if you never been, put it on your bucket list. Yes, put it on your bucket list because it's absolutely awesome. I've been coming here. I first came to this rodeo in 2010 as a truck driver for Frontier Rodeo, and truck now driver. <laughs> now look at what we got. Uh, I mean. The payouts are amazing. They give away surfboards. Yeah. Surfboards for the winter. And that is unbelievably amazing. Paying out all this money. Well, uh, in first beautiful place, bank, uh, what American, American Bank Center. American Bank Center, which is a beautiful coliseum that is color coded to match the Buck Days colors, which is black and like a monster lime, energy. Like a, green. Yeah, like a lime green. It's awesome. But like first place here pays 15 grand. Second, 6,500. Third, 2,500. Um, and today's guest, um, well, he's from a legendary family and this has been a long time coming to get this guy on yes. and we're very happy. Uh, it finally worked out. Uh, we talked the other day and, and, um, we're pretty excited. I'm like, buddy, you're up. And we may just have him every day. Cause you know why we could fill four days. We could fill four shows easily with, uh, from the legendary powers family, the grand baby of the legendary Jimmy Powers, Sam Powers. Hello, Sambo. How's it going, fellas? Man, we're good, brother. It's only one Sammy P. Never won before. never won before me, and there won't be one after. <laughs> you don't <laughs> know God. that. Thank God. You don't know that. Uh, Sam is one of those guys that's never had a bad day. You ever see Sam upset? Never. Nope. <sighs> I wake up high, and I got to sit in the house for an hour for a leave. Just come down. <laughs> <laughs> I did that in college. Anyhow. <laughs> Uh, great steer wrestler. And one thing I also like about Sam is we start off the Sam powers episode is like, uh, you know, I always try to be very, very careful about, you know, re when I'm clowning, I don't want to, you know, mess with the guys too much because they're obviously there to bulldog. And I never do before, yep. but at the end I've always, you know, Sam one time he was really fast. I think it's at silver city, New Mexico. And he give us without even being prompted. He did like the halfway uh, bulldogger dance, way better than Luke Branquino's, way better. And I was like, good Lord, you've got to be kidding me. This dude is dancing it up. So then after that, if he has a good run, only if he has a good run, that is when I've said, Sam, you got to dance it out. So you've been there. Yep. Sam will slam one and be like, all right. And he's like, no, you got to have the right music. I yeah, I know. He did that in San Angelo. You're like, I don't like that song. Boy, like, he doesn't like that song sound. Boy. And I'm like, no, bullshit. He just doesn't want to. He just doesn't want bull crap. Sorry, we're live on the radio. Oops. Uh, hey, Bobby. Uh, so, um, yeah, you were like, oh, man, that, you, you just didn't want to dance, and you threw me out of the bus. Got to have that bass. Uh, I don't always do good, but I always give everybody some. You dropped it low this year, though. I played you some Notorious B.I.G. I'm telling you. And you got it. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so I tell you what, Sam. Uh, 
But at Silver City that year, that was the year I fell off in the box before. And the announcer was like, this guy is so cool. And then they had to bring my horse back. And he's like, I don't know. Well, you didn't, you didn't fall. He reared over backwards. I don't feel like that counts as a falling off. Like, well, yeah. If, you, if your horse rears over backwards and you slide off in the box, that does not count as falling off. I mean, and but bulldog and horses are nuts. Yeah. You know, yeah, sure. they're, they're the barrel horses of the men's events. When, when I used to go to, uh, when I was steer wrestling in, we were, uh, in San Angelo when it was in February years ago, we would go down there to Sonora and everybody would stay right at, at, at pops's place and run like a million steers and shoot dice until the sun come up. Which, I mean, you could be a bulldogger all day and all night and go hunting. Yeah. Hog hunting and stuff, but like God. your family truly is in the steer wrestling. And you look back at the great horses. We actually talked about some of those horses the other day. Uh, Yellow Dog, yes, Bad sir. Motor Scooter. Yes, sir. And Jimmy Holland is up and down the road, smoking I mean, cigarettes and rolling in the, the Scotty with the bumper pull. I mean, talk about your family's involvement because it's it's a neat. You guys have come from a long, long line. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I my granddad, I, I don't know of a man who's helped rodeo cowboys more and give more to the association uh but uh just anytime anybody needed anything or needed a place to practice or just wanted to come down and have fun i mean we've been there for shit since the 60s yeah <laughs> well and that yeah yeah sorry about that uh <laughs> no more swearing we're uh, live you were the one that did i that, did no. it i'm sorry um so I mean, talks about the ranch, though. I mean, you've been around, I mean, that ranch has been in the family how long? Snoring. Eight generations. Eight generations. Yes, sir. I mean, that's like the founding of Texas. Yes, sir. Actually, uh, they did it to uh, keep the Indians away from Mexico. And uh, there was a lot of times some of the great greats back there had to use a gun to keep yep. the land, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that's back in, back in the day. Where, I mean, just t- about taming the West. And your family did it. I believe uh, George Allison put a strip of land together from Menard to Fort Stockton for a dollar an acre. Wow. And then the Myerses owned from Sonora down into Mexico. It's part that's, of the Whiteheads. And, yeah. That's a, that's a lot of land. And George Paul's part of the Myers family. See, so, yeah. So, explain yeah. that. George Paul's your mama's. My dad's or your mother's. your dad's mother's. Cousin. Cousin. Yes, sir. Dang. Wow. And we just got done with the George Paul, which was just amazing. Shout out to Sage Kimsey. We actually <laughs> gave him a shout out in the last podcast, but uh, it didn't get recorded so, somehow. Something yeah, busted. I'm telling you, I have proof that I hit record on, on this on this machine, and it was red, and I have a picture of it, and uh, we're going to find it. It's somewhere lost in, in, the, in the atmosphere. But anyway, back to Sam. But, yeah, uh, you know, Jimmy was so instrumental. A lot of things he was on the – NFRC, which is National Finals Rodeo Committee. Um, he was on that for a long time. He was 35 the, years. 35 years. Wow. wow. I didn't know it was that long. Yes, sir. Um, he was on the uh, the board of directors, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, for a long time. Uh, you know, I always remember the first time, you know, seeing Jimmy. He was always on that gate by the Bulldog and boxes. Or the tournament boxes the right. NFR. Yes, sir. That was Jimmy's gate. And uh, there's a lot of times, I mean, guys would get fined at the NFR, and he'd go back there and stand up for them and, you know, try to make it right. And it just – He's always been for the Cowboys, and he's a great man. Literally, he gave his whole life. He's the smartest man I know. He had full-blown dementia. We didn't even know it until he passed. Really? Really? Yeah. I did not know that either. How did? There's no – I can't – how did you figure it out? They did a brain scan. 
right before he died. Really? Uh, yes, sir. Huh. Well, I was uh, honored enough to come down and uh, at his funeral. It was pretty cool to see all the well, – I mean, Sean Davis to uh, – I mean, there were so many legends that were there. Yes, sir. Uh, of rodeo that came to, to pay homage to him. So thank it was you guys neat. for everything y'all did. Of course, of course. And and your family was so nice. They they wrote me you know a handwritten letter and it was it was very very nice. But um, but Jimmy, you know like okay Boyd, our buddy Boyd uh, who's here announcing, he wouldn't be where he was is today without Jimmy. Yes, sir. I mean, I loaned him money. Well, I don't know he, if it's if it's Jimmy or H because you know he's my godfather. So. Well, yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty sure it's Jimmy. Uh, uh, Jimmy, uh, the story goes um, that Jimmy they were at rehearsal for the grand entry at the NFR, and Tallman and I can't remember who the other announcer was, but they were preoccupied with other things. Like, and I didn't make it. They were a little late or something like that, and they had to go. And Jimmy and Boyd was there because Jimmy said, "Hey." Come, come watch this, and and um, and he goes. Here's an announcer right here, and so Boyd actually announced the grand entry of the NFR rehearsal, and the next year he was either an alternate. Anyway, he was one of the three announcers. Yes, sir. At I the mean, NFR, pretty cool. Uh, just at the right place at the right time, and he's got a great voice, and it's kind of yeah, hard he's not done to okay. like you, 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 <laughs> you he's have, done okay. Do you have to say that because you're his godson? No, I, I just love so, it. So. <laughs> Do you think that someday when Boyd passes, you will get all his money because you know he's just filthy, dirty rich? Yeah. <laughs> you know I don't care about that. I just uh, really care about spending Sam, time with the people. I, shut your mouth. No, I'm I, just kidding. <laughs> I can't take you that should, money you with should, you. Hey, you know what? You should actually hit Boyd up about that because every time when he doesn't answer, this is my godson, Sam Powers. <laughs> you should like walk up to Boyd and be really honest and be like, uh, Boyd, I, I know you're getting a little bit older. Do you have your? Uh, do you have all your things in line for when you pass? <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, Wouldn't uh, that be great if you made it, if you made him feel so awkward? <laughs> I think I do a lot. I've, I've made everybody in my life scratch their head a time or two. I'm not perfect. <laughs> well, but you're pretty awesome. Uh, how did you, you – what was your first memories of Boyd, like growing up? I've actually got some pictures on my phone. I mean, he's – Hold me when I'm a little kid. To, we're going to need those. Can we recreate that? You've seen like when families yes. recreate family photos. Oh, He's actually got like kind of long hair and looks kind of scruffy. Can I see the picture? Uh, yeah. He's got long hair. Do you have two phones? Yes, sir. You got a ranch phone? One for the business, one for the hose. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend gets really mad about that. Uh, it's not a bad idea, though. I mean... <laughs> So um, yeah, we just need going to down. I just kind of want to go down some of the stuff. You know, we're here at the Buck Days uh, Pro Rodeo and uh, the WCRA World Championship Rodeo Alliance, and um, it's pretty awesome because uh, this formula has worked. I mean, just this past weekend, we were going to have RC Landingham on tomorrow, but he's having surgery, so he can't be here. But he won a million dollars. Yes, sir. A million dollars. He won three events, three Triple Crown events, and won a million dollars. You know what I would do if I, mean, if I won a million dollars? Holy cow. If I won a million dollars riding barebacks, I would take some time off also. Because you, yeah. you know why? Because you got a million bucks. You don't need to go to, you know, some rodeos for a while. Just well, take out, you get a million, you got to pay taxes out of that. But And I think, uh, um, I don't know if that's spread out or is that one lump sum. It doesn't matter. It's a million dollars. But um, but Sam here um, took home the BRQ Points Championship bonus. Twenty-five thousand dollars cash. 
Now, silence that, Sam. That's a bottle of whiskey. Um, <laughs> it's a bottle of Crown. Um, so anyway, um, twenty five thousand. Yes, sir. So what do you do? Do you have an account like that's just a rodeo account? You just put that money on the rodeo account. So traveling, fuel, entry fees, stuff like that. It just goes in the counters. Just kind of whim it. Just go on a whim. Sir, uh, honestly, I have a fuel card, and uh, the rest of it all goes on the credit card, and it gets written off as taxes. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to be a NFR guy, but I swear every time I get a large sum of money, uh, I end up spending most of it because everything it took to get there broke down on me. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you, you two are kindred spirits. But uh, You're I, wearing light blue shirts. You're terrible with your money. You and Rump are uh, very similar. I know when I won, I won uh, like sixteen grand at uh, A Duddle's jackpot one year, and uh, it didn't last long. <laughs> like I bought big screen TVs, and bumper stickers, and <laughs> like. But you know what though? That's part of like rocking and rolling. Like, you know, you think about this: if you win a lot of money and you're young, you're not thinking about you know long term investments. You're thinking about what can I do with this money right now? Yes, sir. You, you, there was a deal that said, could you spend a million dollars? Like I've seen this deal on the internet. Can you spend a million dollars? And it's all these people that were put in a position for one day and you couldn't spend over X amount of money on certain things. I think I could. I think if you gave me a million dollars of Corpus Christi right now, by the time they buck the final bull tonight, I could have zero in the account. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I've seen you do it. I, but I don't know if you would, you would, you would, uh, you're so, I, when I spent that hundred dollars that you stole from Lon Danley. Oh yeah. And, and the poor kids passed out, you know, drunk in Vegas and you, sp you take a hundred dollar token. Right. Right. And you cried about that. So I don't see you, I don't see you. If, uh, if they said though, you had to spend a million dollars. Oh, is it like Brewster's millions where you had to spend, what is it? Spend a million dollars to get a hundred million or something like that. Remember yeah. that movie with, uh. No, gosh darn it. Anyway, go ahead. You still can't find that picture. It's but okay. I, We're I, live nah. on the radio, so <laughs> pictures really don't do us much. Uh, I just really want to see it for myself right there. <laughs> yeah, we can get that. Um, but um, I really would like to thank, uh, you know, Matt Reeves uh, for hazing for me, helping me get that, and Brian and Lisa Anderson for selling me that horse, that turbo that I was able to win that on it. You really can't do all this stuff without Quit the help the from people. Huh? You hit the mic, Sam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they don't call me Slammer for nothing. That's right, Slammer. But um, three WCRA events, you've earned over 41000 and that's only in three events. I love it. Yes, sir. I went to three rodeos in one year and won that. I mean, you can't beat that. So do you, do you count every rodeo? Because this is one thing. Every year we, we try to explain the way this works. Because when our rope chat people listen, they d don't understand the whole system. But it's a pretty good system. Pretty much you're entering double at a rodeo. Yes, sir. So how do you, okay, so what rodeos have you been to this year? Uh, quite a few of them. <laughs> do, you, do you count most of them? or I try to count everything. Uh, I'm starting to get the point, though, where I check the draw before I nominate. <laughs> you can check the draw before you nominate? Well, you know, they draw an hour and a half before. You just have so to you can nominated. nominate right up before you nod your head? Yes, sir. That is amazing. Huh. I think that's, that's the best idea ever. But if I've got a chance, uh, you know, I dang sure nominate, especially uh, since they give uh, points for 10 places. I mean, you know, you just can't beat that. Imagine doing that 
in 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 uh, in pro rodeo. You've been able to nominate. How handy would that have been, Bobby? Bobby Mo to be able to nominate right before. <laughs> I'm uh, right before you get on the zinger at Greeley. <laughs> <laughs> you would have nominated that one. <laughs> you Bobby know, Mo, president WCRA in the house. But things have changed. Things you know in rodeo continue to change, and I think for the better when you look at the million dollars that paid out. I mean different opportunities because like you said things are so expensive yes sir and I, I think about that like just being a rodeo clown and okay so what fuel cost you know because you figure right now the cheapest fuel you're gonna find is three dollars and 19 cents a gallon and you're pulling a big truck and trailer i don't know what, what the one time you weren't pulling a big truck and trailer you had a, a white ford pickup and a one horse bumper pull yes sir my slept. granddad built it <laughs> I come out that one morning. It was 104 degrees and 32,000 awesome. flies, and Sam's in the back seat of it sleeping. I remember <laughs> you telling us that. Yes, sir. I, I love it. I took a picture of Sam in the back in the back seat because I was like, they got the the big multi cam rig, and it wasn't there. Sam was literally sleeping in the back seat of a pickup. Put my bedroll out, and I was ready to go. I was real roughy. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> like, bedroll. but if you think about like the average contestant, truck right now. New Ram truck, eighty-five grand. You know, a, a a living quarters horse trailer is going to cost you probably at least one twenty-five. So you know, there you're dang near to two hundred thousand dollars. One twenty-five, maybe for a you know stock trailer. If I you, mean, if you buy some of the top end trailers, it's two hundred fifty-six thousand dollars. Mm, yes, sir. Average. Uh, you put two bulldog and horses in the back. Man, like it cost a fortune. But, you know, somebody once said that uh, rodeo was like like a drug. Like people who do drugs find a way to get the money to do it. Yep. And rodeo contestants are a lot the same way. 100%. Like at Guyman, over 1,000 contestants last week. At an 8,000 awesome. at a rodeo. 1,000 contestants. And if you look out in the parking lot, there wasn't a steel bumper pull trailer to be seen. Yeah, sure. You uh, know. So, like, when you what do you rodeo in? What's your rodeo ride? Um, I have a four horse, uh, four star trailer, and it's really great. Split axles, I love it. But uh, anytime I can jerk out the one horse and my pickup truck, I love that. Even if I have to spend a couple days in it, the only weird thing is I'm big enough now. I don't really get to get around in the back seat very easy. <laughs> I really wish Ford would make a pickup truck where you lay the back seats down so you could have more room. They should look into that. But uh, come out with the old you can get those air series. mattress that like it's an L shape that goes, you know, just yeah, get sure. you your big old air mattress and air that up. <laughs> um, just rodeoing. I've got my, my bedroll. It's got a six inch uh, foam pad and man, it's really nice in the back of that seat. I get two coolers and I put one at one end and one at my feet, you know, and I've got a full-size bed right there. Is the coolers full of beer? Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to keep cold, Tommy boy. But uh, what's the rodeo uh, in North Louisiana, Spring Hill to Amarillo? I do that dang near every year. And uh, I beat everybody that is pulling a normal-sized trailer by at least an hour just because you can go you, so fast. You, yeah, ever you're on butt. you ever get in and go rodeo with other people? Yes, sir. Uh, right now I'm rodeoing with Cody Jang and Matt Reeves and uh, Shay Detherton and a couple of guys that live with him. And, I mean, anytime I get a chance to do that, you know, I dang sure get in on with them. But uh, if I have to go by myself, I have to go by myself. I'm not afraid, you know. <laughs> well, we've said that several times. Like, steer wrestlers are different than any other group in that 
they will they will put ten people in a truck and trailer. Yes, sir. Um, and your granddad did that. He had always had a group. Yes, sir. Uh, that uh, Scotty. I mean, there was eight beds in that motorhome, and I mean they were full. <laughs> Yeah, but he was hauling like Duhon and those guys, you know. And Mike Smith, like he had some weight on that. But when, like Bob Tallman said at his funeral, when they got there, the winners had arrived. That's right. <laughs> Somebody That's right. was going to draw good. <laughs> um, um, so you talked earlier just a little about NFR stuff. Have you ever really just bear down and said, "I'm going to go as hard as possible"? Because I've I've noticed from from knowing you that you know a lot of time we don't see you in the Northwest or you know maybe not going to rodeo hard as as some people, but do you ever, do you ever just say, you know what, this is the year I'm going to, I'm going to go. Sir, I haven't, uh, you know, we ranch and I've always tried to take care of those ranches in the past couple of years. Uh, my granddad's been dying and I've been with him, uh, last summer. I went to the horse races with him the whole month of uh, July in Rio Dosa, And that was the most fun because I got to go down to Brian's, which is 30 miles away in practice. And then we go watch the horse races on the weekend and, just things I'd never get back, you know. It, exactly. And I'm only 20. I turned 29 today. Today's my hey, birthday. Hey, happy birthday. birthday. Yes, it's sir. Sam's birthday. Sam's birthday. <laughs> Let's give him a round of You're drinks. You're only 29? <laughs> yes, sir. Holy shoes. Yeah, don't say it. Holy but shoes. We're live on the You're a radio. Child. US 94-7. Talking country. You're but, a child at 29. Sam, I don't mean to sound rude, but I, I, you've been around rodeo for so long. I thought you were 30 at um, least. <laughs> You really have. You know, it, well, it's like you. You've been around Rodeo forever. You are in your 40s, but I'm 45. I mean, you're not even 30 yet. Yes, sir. I mean, so you've uh, got all the time, and I'm glad you took that time because you'll never get that again. Yes, sir. Um, uh, and then With plus, your granddad. you know, I've been around Matt since 2015, and I, I do believe you have to be around a good group of guys to succeed, you know, especially in Rodeo. But uh, I always figured when i was younger you know the steers are getting smaller but uh when i was younger you know I had to compete against dean gorsuch and jason miller an 18 year old man is not in any shape or form fashion as strong as those guys <laughs> uh, they are but and the I, nicest guys in the world yes sir they were great dean at, uh, gorsuch and jason was at at uh, jimmy's funeral and it was great i haven't seen him forever jason yes, and he was a great champion uh and uh just still a monster of a guy Still just huge. What's yes, he not sir. fat, just huge. What's he do now? He just ranches. He's actually uh, lost quite a bit of, of weight, and he's doing great. Uh, just ranches there. It would be easy to lose weight when you're not rodeoing. Creek. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, you think about rodeoing, steer wrestling especially. Every town you go to, the steer wrestlers have a restaurant or a spot yep. that is the, like, you may not have Sh any money, uh, but you'll go spend 50 well, bucks. Sugars in uh, Lo <laughs> uh, Logandale. Was it Sugars? Yeah. Sugars and Logandale, the Butcher Block in Denver, Denver. Uh, uh, Western Skies in San Angelo. Yes, sir. The grill. I mean, there's a whole lot of places in Angelo that are yeah. good. So when you first started steer wrestling, like, did you feel pressured because you know your family was involved with it, or like, is it something? Like, because you know, I always wonder that with different people. Because like in my situation, I always wanted a rodeo. I don't remember wanting to do anything else, but there was never any pressure on me from my parents. Is I was like, man, this is what I want to do. And you, you grew up in the business too. So, I mean, did you ever feel like I got to do this or did you Pressure. just want to? I always wanted to steer wrestle, but uh, the first day I was going to jump off the horse, I'd thrown him my whole life on the ground. But my granddad goes, here's the horse. He handed me the reins and he goes, if you don't get off, 
we'll just put the horse up. I didn't know you could ride by for a week. (laughs) (laughs) I I learned a a lesson early on, too, because I love bulldogging. I was never very good. but Yeah, a lot of people said you weren't very good yet. No, I wasn't, but I I love doing it. And and I'll never forget the first clean run I I ever made. Clean run was at a high school rodeo. Yes, sir. And, uh, I mean, it was in Iowa, so there wasn't like, you know, the bulldogging haven. But still – I remember one time practicing, uh, I go to get off and the steer kind of left me. I thought, and I, my dad was hazing and I go, I, I can't say it cause we're on the radio. I go blankety blank dad, which I can't believe I said, cause you really don't cuss my dad anyways. Yes, and, uh, he threw the bat at me, which a bat is a whip. It's not literally a bat. A to those. <laughs> it is a piece of uh, nylon rope, uh, uh, folded in half and E taped. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, and he says, son, you never yell at your hazer. You know, I don't know about you guys' dad, but my dad will still miss a hazer or something. And he'll just come back smiling and go, well, what happened? You know, <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Is it kind of like on a Tommy boy when he rips the door off? And, What'd you do? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, did you guys just run like when you first started steer wrestling? I mean, the place there in Sonora always steers there. Did you guys run steers just nonstop? Well, sir. We had the steers that Steve Duhon ran, and then we had the other steers that everybody else would run. <laughs> really? What's that mean? Yes, Expand sir. on that. Mr. Steve liked to practice on some eight-weight, nine-weight steers, and then uh, he would always he mean, keep he some. Means, he means eight or 900 pound, which is huge. What's an, what's an average steer nowadays? 475. 475. Maybe smaller than that. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> but uh, everybody else got to practice on the five- and six-weight, 100-pound you know, steers. Or you could run the big ones, but that's where you get your technique from. You know, you can't really manhandle one of those. I mean, he could. He's an athlete. <laughs> you know, we, that's another steer ass we need to have on. Steve Duhon. That would be awesome. Yes, sir. I'm, Steve and Mike uh, Mike Smith and those guys, when they would go to the uh, the time of it at Lazy E, they were always my favorite ones to watch. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, uh, anytime a, a big guy that – is really athletic that, like that that people don't know you know do great they, there's always a celebration well you wrote too have you ever thought about trying to get the time event at the lazy i would love to really yes sir what well why why haven't that happened yet we need to make that i happen. know is there a process uh, he in the double mug twice this. in angelo yes sir at the, at the fiesta uh, i would love to do that uh i'm actually fixing to go and uh, learn how to trip but uh Oh, Duhon. Steve Duhon's going to be here tomorrow? Sam Schaffner, and that's – is that part of the Schaffner crew, like Jacob and all yes, them? That, that's a bulldogging family too. Yes, sir. The Schaffners. Okay. Well, uh, can we get a hold of Steve? Okay, let's get him on tomorrow. Oh, I'll my give you God. his number. Steve, I'm, I'm, already, I'm already nervous. Me too. But uh, – I'm. Yeah, go ahead. I would love to do the time event. That's a, really the only reason I keep doing the all the other events besides just steer wrestling. Hey, Randy, <laughs> that'd be so round. awesome. Um, Thank you. So uh, I, I want to, you know, a part of these uh, part of these deals that we do on Rum Chat here, especially here uh, in rodeo, we don't always get to know the contestants, you know. And you hear the 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 normal interviews, and I, I think about sometimes I read online where. You know, people, they really like a contestant, but they don't have a clue, you know, who they really are. 
Yes, sir. So now let's go into some uh, some questions unrodeo related. Let's go. All right. All right. Just so we get to know Sam Powers, WCRA Cowboy, a little bit better. Now I want you to really get into these answers. Don't be afraid to expound. Is expound a word? No, expand. Expand, expand <laughs> your horizon. All right, Sam. <laughs> Here's question number one. You're not going to play Sudoku with Rump, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Question number one, to get to know the slammer. If you had to be on a deserted island for two years, you have all the water and the food you need, and you could only take three people to be on that deserted island, who would the three be and why? Do they have to be real people or could they be pretty women? (laughs) No, they got to be real people. Oh, you don't okay. have to know them. Well, I mean, yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be anybody. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, I would probably go with uh, Steve Duhon, David Egg, and uh, Dean Gorsuch. I don't think you could have a bad day with those three guys. <laughs> could you imagine Dean Gorsuch on a deserted island? Hey guys, I saw a fish today. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like it, the most optimistic the dude most ever, positive person you could have. He'd be like, there's a shark. Getting it. <laughs> and, then he, and then he would pull the shark's teeth while in the water, and the shark was in a headlock. Now, yes, Sam, sir. but you're going to be there for two years. You want to take at least one lady with you? <laughs> like, what are you and Duhon going to do when you get bored? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes silence is worth its weight and value in gold. Hey, Benny told you that in Austin. Oh, yeah, several times. Several times. All right, Sam, so when you're rodeoing, and uh, part of rodeo is just traveling, you know. So and on Rump Chat, we've established that me and Bone are rockers. But, however, I've really enjoyed lately some of the old prime country. But um, Willie Nelson turned 90, which is a real testament to the human body. Yeah, so when you're, when you're going up and down the highway and you're going to these rodeos, what are you jamming to? What, what is your musical genre? Well, when I'm not listening to Rump Chat. Yes. Uh, that's yes. a perfect answer. <laughs> I really like some Waylon Jennings or like some classic rock. When you rodeo with Matt Reeves, what's he listen to? We're getting NPR better. The radio. Tire, the tires hum on the highway. Colin Cowherd. Oh, is he that guy? <laughs> no, well, I mean. Himself. Uh, <laughs> when, when I rodeo with Shane Henderson, it was straight talk radio nonstop. Oh, and yes. it just bugged me to death. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh um we do listen to some music sir it's really good uh i i always wonder that like when you see the different rigs that are rolling right now like the waggis and tyler pearson because it doesn't seem like they would listen to music seems like they would just listen to other people talk about bulldogging (laughs) you know honestly uh the older i get the more we talk about that stuff and i really think it helps you know when you're a kid you're worried about head banging and getting there you know that's what i do now every day every day at the office i listen to fox news radio what do you you do uh, well yes it's it's until like the second hour and then oh i'm josh whatever i'm josh hilton i'm an old man i don't enjoy anything hey son can you get those but uh you know, honestly, uh, the people that you get to rodeo with are, you know, it, there's just no value to how much they're worth because they really help you out. And they're you're sort of like family. You know, you get in one of those trailers, it's 12-foot short wall. You know, you're pretty much married to everybody. Yeah. Everybody, uh, I when I rodeo, when I steer wrestled, I don't know if you remember that, but a lot of people don't remember that, which is crazy because – I mean, I, I still wrestled until a few years ago. And I remember when you used to do in the clown act, get on and want to run them. 
Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was. Oh, I, yeah. I was the fast time at, at uh, Lubbock, Texas, four years ago with my clown gear on. Yes, sir. You know, but uh, a lot of people don't remember that, which is kind of frustrating. But I mean, that's the way it is. Like, I've you had. Almost- I've had you almost people, got your leg ripped off at San Angelo. Your foot went through the, your shoe went through the stirrup. Yeah, it did. You know, you we were have riding, a lot. You're riding a, a Jeremy Willis's pickup horse. Nobody would give me a mount. The only person that always gave me a mount, and actually right here in Corpus Christi, about died from it. I got on a horse in uh, 2016. I got on Tommy Cook's Bulldogging horse, and he did not stop the bucket shoots. And I no. did. And I did the old you got Ronnie on Fields. You got on him at uh, El Dorado days. It's the same horse. When I did it at Hell Dorado Days in Las Vegas, I didn't want to do it. Boyd, Boyd put me up. To, well, and it was old school bulldogging where they have a blinder on the head stall. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> so sir. old school. So Boyd's like, how many people want to see the rodeo clown run a steer? And I was like, yeah. And then Tommy Cook's riding by. And, you know, uh, Boyd's like, hey, Tommy, can he ride your horse? And he's like, sure. Oh, crap. So oh, I get no. on, I get on here. Well, the first at Colorado days, this steer stopped. I mean, did the old nod and stop. And I am pulling for all I'm worth. And I'm wearing clown baggies and tennis shoes. We get to the buck and shoots. And I mean, just absolutely eat it. You know, you're a lot like me, sir. We don't always do good, but we always give everybody something to see. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. He's selling tickets. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. We did that. We, then we did the steer wrestling act a couple times where it worked. I would do a deal. And you know what? I actually would like to bring it back if I could find the right person to do it. But we've done it before where I put a bulldogger in the stands and make him be the rowdy fan. Uh, there's a kid from Nebraska, uh, Richard, Jake. that rodeos with the with uh, Justin Noakes. Jake Trujillo did it one year at uh, yeah, Odessa. Jake, yeah, Jake did it. Mm-hmm. Funny thing about that was, do you know who came up with that clown act? Uh, no. With oh, the Bulldogger it. Act, got it, got the it, old it. switcheroo, was uh, C.J. Aragon. Yes, yeah, sir. C.J. There's Aragon. a name drop. Well, yeah. but I'm telling you, C.J. Aragon is the guy that said what you should do is he he's the one that brought Jake Trillo. He's the coach of my alma mater now, uh, Sol Ross. Yeah. So CJ's the one that, and I feel bad because CJ is one of the best dudes ever and I've never really given any props for it. So he brought the steer because they wouldn't let us run an extra steer because of the runs. So CJ shows up at Odessa with a bulldogger and a steer. (laughs) And so we put uh, Jake in the stands. And so like the whole day, Jake is the whole performance. He's drinking beer and talking crap. You know, I'm like, you know what? You think it's so easy. Why don't you come out of the stands and run one? And like the crowd went wild and we told everybody, but one person on the rodeo committee flipped out. They're like, you cannot let him get on a horse. Uh-huh. I'm like, shut up, just go with it. Uh-huh. Then Jake gets on and runs and slams the steer. Then when we did it at Lubbock, we switched spots and I, I ran the steer off and CJ, I really should have probably paid him something because he brought a steer and a bulldog and horse. Um, and Matt, and you didn't pay him nothing. Uh, I think I told him I was going to give him some. I don't know. I'm going to CJ. If you're listening to the college finals, you will receive a rump chat podcast hat patch <laughs> free of charge. <laughs> That's the size of a quarter. You know what though, Sam at some rodeo, we should do that where me and you do the, Oh my gosh. Well, you look thinner than me, but you know how cool that'd be. If, if I've painted your face, you wear the exact same outfit and I go, I'll run a steer oh, and I go behind the box God, and then you we- walk out in my, I don't mind playing Bandy the Rodeo Clown. Why didn't we think of that at Angelo? Dag, numb it. Uh, hey, we, let's, uh, we should do it here. 
I should do it here. Well, I don't think I think Sam's got more important things to worry about here than rodeo clown. Well, I don't know rodeo clown stuff. After pretty he important. runs, uh, it's kind of one of those you hope is we don't we don't do it for well. the money. We just do it say we beat them every day. Have you seen? That's right. Have you ever seen the clown act when Keith Isley did the he did the bronc riding act in Rapid City? Yeah, I mean, he had that. Louis yep. Bronson. Yep, Louis Bronson dressed up in the exact same outfit, and so Keith goes. He's like, I'll get on a bucking horse. Well, come do it, Keith. So he goes behind the chutes, and then up pops Louie. And Louie's got, I mean, the full face paint, the red hat. Actually, Louie, look, I mean, if you're not really zoning in, you would never know. And he got on that bucking horse and spurred him. And then Louie jumps off, and he goes running back to take his shafts off. And then Keith jumps over the fence. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, Keith Isley is a legend. <laughs> when I did the bronc riding act in Corpus Christi, I actually got on a bucking horse. And yes, got you did. An NFR bucking horse. Slam. <laughs> the last one you got on. No, the last one I got on was in Caldwell. Oh, yeah. But I got on a bucking horse here in 20... Bear saddle bronc. 13. I got on with a stock saddle. I got on with a stock saddle, and I... Yeah. On it, radio, I can't tell you the Waybos details. His got crushed. But I was in a I was in a storm, but uh, it was it was pretty awesome because you know that's the thing. Like I always want to tell uh, contestants, like I I me and him both both we are rodeo fans. We love rodeo. I love watching rodeo. I love being a part of it. But you know we also it's in the blood. I also understand the entertainment factor, and uh, you know I think as as we move on with rodeo uh, in the future that everybody's got to understand that, you know, the, the factor that, man, we want to, we want to salute our champions, but we also got to have, you know, Joe average on the front row that, that wants to come to the rodeo and drink beer and have fun. Exactly. You know, there, there's a lot of people that don't know the contestants. And, I, and one thing that I like about the way that we do it here with the WCRA is we get to know the contestants, because if you think about other sports, basketball, baseball, football, you can kind of, you know, like I, I like the Kansas city chiefs, big Patrick Mahomes fan. And you can see different deals with Patrick and you see him on, you know, you feel like you kind of get to know him where I think where we've kind of failed in rodeo is, and it's getting better now, obviously yes, with different TV opportunities and, you know, with CBS shooting, you know, and uh, other places that film, but you know, you're kind of getting to like where you can pick a character or pick a guy like, man, now I can be a Sam Powers fan. I heard him on Rump Chat, man. He sounds like a cool guy because in the past, you think about it, the average rodeo fan sees that person in the arena for what, a minute? Yes, sir. And then that's it. So that's they may it. not know anything about you. Yes, you sir. know? And so I think that's one cool thing that, that we get to or start to bring to the plate a little more is building more of the fan base and being able to intertwine that with entertainment. The Cowboy Channel and everybody has all done a good job at uh, really, and you know CBS for yep. getting us out there. They yeah, follow and, everybody around, and I mean and, it's almost there's literally people that watch at home, and it's like they know you, you know. See, that's I'll, I'll give credit to the PBR, you know, and Ride Pass and and what the PBR has done over the years because you have those guys, right? Those same, not the same all forty five, but generally mostly the same guys at every event. That's one thing that they have. A luxury that rodeo doesn't have yes, you know sir. you may be entered somewhere or stetson Wright may be entered somewhere well he visible injured or you know or turned out so it's hard to promote that they're going to be there and then 
people get there, they're even in the program, but they're not there. Yes. Yeah, sure. So it, that uh, it's difficult. It, that's a, that's a that's a hard thing that we face. Now, when you go to a a Chiefs game, you know Patrick Mahomes is going to be there, or it's already broadcast that he's on the you know he's injured. He's uh-huh. not going to be there. Yeah. But, you know You're what right. I'm saying? It, it, it's that's that's a that's right. a difficult spot that our sport has to navigate through. Although if it's only you know. If it's like the short go or it's one head, I don't know a cowboy that wouldn't get on and go, I'm going to try it, you know, no matter what it is. I mean, look at J.W. Coop. Yeah. <laughs> you never know, though, because, I mean, look, look, look at Casper. Casper Wyoming has a short go. But guys will turn out a Casper short go, and they may get, you know, be on somewhere else because they may be able to chance to win more money because a short go, they may be down far enough that it's they're not, they know they're probably not going to win it because they can look at the draw, rough stock guys, i.e. rough stock guys, yeah, they can look at the draw and go, okay, well, um, Casey Fields got this horse. <laughs> I know he's going to be 87 plus. I've got this horse. I'm only going to be 84. Eh, I'll stay here and maybe have a chance to win better money. It's a tough waters to navigate in this sport. But it's sort of like uh, what Jimmy Cooper told his father-in-law. Uh, they were sitting there when he – told uh, his father-in-law he's going to get married and he goes well what about roy how are you going to beat roy i mean he goes well sir they pay second and third too yep i mean if guys looked at it like that where they i mean they pay second and third and it still pays pretty good i mean it's it's about look at mike johnson he never won a check uh, first place check that one year and might went to the finals yeah no you're right the whole year you know they were like he didn't win any major rodeos but what, he what was in it, the top 10 and what would it take to make the make the NFR uh, national finals rodeo for our, our listeners. who don't know. It's the super bowl of our sport. Um, uh, as far as the PRCA, you know, now obviously we have the WCRA. There's so many more avenues to bring in big time dollars into Cowboys pocket. And I love that. Yes, sir. Because I'm just an advocate. Nobody's against anybody. Well, the good you know thing- what I mean? As far as an Alliance and association doesn't matter. I mean, the WCRA put a million dollars in the Cowboys pocket. It's put $41,000 in your pocket in three events. Yes, sir. In three events. So it doesn't matter as long as we're paying cowboys and cowgirls. Well, I mean, you know, uh, some of the rodeos, I don't care if they're amateur or pro rodeos, but they still pay the same thing that they did in 1980. And thank God we have things like this that really make it worth it where you can get ahead. Because that, that helps nowadays. Everything's gotten a lot more expensive. Well, it's a perfect for a guy like you that, like you said, you've got a huge range. How many sections y'all got? Uh, about 60. 60 sections. Wow. Now, for those of you who don't know, how many acres is in a section? 642. So 642 times 60. Do the math. Hold on. I'm going to get the calculator out. Keep talking. Talk about I mean, we ain't the King Ranch, but we ain't too shabby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the King Ranch has kind of got everything. 642 times 60. 38,520 acres. Now, <sighs> it takes a lot in Snore, Texas. You can make horses a, fast. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, what's it a cow calf pair? Do you, you run 20, cattle or are you all just uh, uh, cow calf? Cow calf. It's not really set up to yearlings, but. Uh, it's about one cow calf per twenty acres. So twenty acres, basically. For Hold those of you who don't know, twenty acres it takes per cow. So if you have a cow, say you got a hundred cows, you got to take twenty acres times a hundred, and that's how many it has for that sufficiently to be grazed. So you could have nineteen hundred and twenty-six cows on that ranch, and that's a lot. 
<laughs> that's a lot. Oh, About two thousand. No yeah, two. No way. Up, up to up to two thousand. Yes, sir. I don't like to throw numbers around. Yes, what sir. I'm just saying is, <laughs> yes, I this do. is the WCRA set up for a guy like you that's got a big time, big ranch to run. Yes, sir. And um, to 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 go and rodeo and win big time money and not have to hammer it <laughs> up and down the road at every little you know twenty five hundred dollar added rodeo. I mean this this gives you guys a chance to win real money. Yes, sir. And be it's eligible great. for a million dollars. Well, uh, at the end of the. Golden Brick Road really helps a guy who lives down the street who don't go a whole lot to, to really get on a big stage. It's really awesome, you know. What would yeah. you do if you won a million bucks? What would the first purchase you would? And it can't be something like I'd pay off a, a note. Sir, I'd probably take all my friends and have a big party, bad company style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, um, we, me and him are going to be an event in November. Yes, sir. That is going to be the rockinest show the best jackpot you will ever go wrestling. to. Yes, sir. Tell us about your November, the party jackpot that's coming at you. And sir. you know what? Uh, before you start talking, sorry to cut you off. You're good. But you know what? I want people to come. If you if you uh, are not a bulldogger or anything, come to party because this is going to be something else. Just from what you've told me so far. There's going to be a whole weekend of it. Um, we're going to add 30000 to the steer wrestling. 30000 Thirty thousand to a jackpot. Yes, sir. Which, and, which you put that jackpot and virtual BRQ, which for those who don't know is virtual rodeo qualifier. You put those VRQ points towards this. Yes, Ooh, sir. Son, I'm getting it uh, WCRA approved and American approved, hopefully. And uh, then we're going to have a goat roping. You're going to run four head two is a the day. The goat roping WCRA. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby could enter that one. It's team rope, you know. Yeah, he's team rope for now. <laughs> um, uh, but it'll be a foot go roping, and uh, we'll do that after the first uh, two steers you run on Saturday. And then that night, I've already got a couple acts lined up. We're going to dance and have a good time and just party as hard as we can. And then Sunday, we're going to wake up, and we're going to run two more head and finish it out and crown a champion. We may may right. have some double mugging. We Whoa. ain't got nothing going on on Sunday. Will hey, you, hey, now, okay, all right, now my mind's spinning. Okay, now, are, are we going to do this old school? We're going to get big cattle, sir. I'm going to, I'm going to try to find the best cattle I can. That's honestly. all that matters. And you know what? Yes, honestly, sir. I want you to talk a bit about that. Finding cattle's tough. Yes, sir. Nobody's wanting to buy. Like it's not a four hundred fifty dollar ton hay. They're only well. They're only coming out of the state of uh, Chihuahua, I believe, and they're like twelve hundred. Yeah. So two of the states that got the best. That most of the steer wrestling cattle came. When you say states, we're talking about in Mexico, old Mexico. They shut down the cattle crossing, so you can't get those where those good bulldoggers have genuinely come from for years. Yes, sir. So it is hard to get bulldogging cattle. Yes, sir. I like my steer sort of like I like women, those big racks and big frame. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to US ninety four seven Talking Country, US ninety four seven dot net. No, that's okay. You can see on the radio. Uh, right, we can say that on the radio. Yeah. Can't we? Okay. He's getting a he's call over here. He's no, talking about their horns. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horns and uh, the frame of the cattle. Right. So, anywho, um, but now that's going to be from the uh, November 19th? November 18th and 18th, 19th. 19th. Yes, sir. We're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Rump's going to be there. Rump I, Chat's going to be what there. What about this? Ed, one of my favorite things about some of the old school Bulldog and Jackpots, uh, Huddleston's at Tallahena, uh, of course, Duval's. Uh, in 
Shakota, some of the newer jackpots, you know, uh, the Cross Family jackpot in Kingfisher, Oklahoma, is the matches. And uh, the coolest thing about that, if, if at the matches, it could be during the jackpot, like if me and Hambone have like a beef, I can go, hey, you want to match? And then we'd match three head where I run three and then we switch and then we switch cattle where you run the three I ran and then I run your three. And people would match oh. like at Duval's. Like anybody, anybody that wanted to match could match. Can we match? Yes, can will Ruff, there, and, I, can Ruff ma- and I match? I'm not uh, going to yeah. match. I'm, my knee is I, not ready I to I match. hereby match. I want to match Justin Charles Rumford to a three-head steer wrestling. Or we could do shoot at, dogging. We got, you know. No, no. <laughs> I'll even shoot dog at the Jimmy I, uh, Powers Memorial Steer Wrestling. Yes, sir. November 18th and 19th in Ozona, Texas. Yes, sir. I want to thank the Chamber of Commerce for all they've done for me and uh, the business people around there. But uh, And all they're going to do. We're uh, <laughs> we're really uh, trying to do something from our, big for my granddad. You know, he helped out so many people. And I think that's the only way you can honor him, you know. Well, absolutely. Have you ever seen the video of Blake Mindeman running a steer in his underwear in Dakota? No, sir, I haven't. <laughs> I've, I've got a picture of that. And also, uh, there was a <laughs> – I don't know if you want to do that there, but – there's actually a video of Jordan Holland running a steer in the nude uh, on a calendar. Yuck. Did you see that? No. That's true. I would not want to see Jordo naked. It was just from the back. It was actually kind of funny. I'm glad they have good dirt there because where I live, that kind of be rough. <laughs> <laughs> but, but will you take? Will, will there be matches if somebody wants to match at the jackpot? I'm sure we can talk to the stock contractor, and I'm sure they can get it on. Because I remember like Duval's, and I don't know if you ever went to Duval's when awesome. it was yes, at sir, Roy's I've house. Been. I love it. When it was outside, I had never been then. When it was outside, it was wild. I remember when when the bulldog and jackpot got over, people were out playing cards and rolling dice until the bulldog and jackpot started the next day. Yes, sir. And that's back when you would get huh. two hundred bulldoggers or more. Yeah, I mean, I I think jackpots have kind of went down a little bit over the years, but it seemed like back in the day there used to be. 50 guys that did a pro rodeo that was still in their jackpots. Yes, sir. And bulldog and jackpots are always the most fun jackpots to go to. Well, I mean, when you get done rodeoing, you can always train horses and make a living that way. Yeah. Did you ever go to A-Duddles in, in uh, Newcastle for that jackpot, the world's richest bulldog jackpot? That was a little bit before my time, sir. Yeah, yeah, that was – but, like, that one, uh, another – that one was amazing. Matt's told me Everybody about that. Everybody came. Yes, Every, People that did it bulldog would come and enter that because it was so awesome. Really? You know, I mean, everybody stayed for the whole weekend. And, I mean, it was just, I don't know, it was it was kind of magical because there wasn't no, after it was over, there wasn't no party, like, which I, I love your idea of having a party, but, like, it, every all the Bulldogs would just hang out and just be together because when you think about normal rodeos, oh, I'm up Friday and I'm up here Saturday and here Sunday and they're in and out. Where at the jackpots, everybody would come and stay and, like you could really hang out and have some fun with the other people. Yes, sir. I really want uh, the guys to be able to do that, and I want them to be able to bring their families and uh, you know also do some stuff for them. So is is the is your uh, jackpot slash party? It's at the fairgrounds in Arizona. Yes, sir. Is that a? I've never been there. It's the best arena in West Texas besides Sonora's. Really? Yes, sir. It's sandy and uh, got a good sized arena, and uh, kind of a lane. It'll be really good. Be perfect for bulldogging. Are you yes, gonna have the, the bleachers inside the arena? Yes, sir. Have you ever seen That's that? That's welcomed. 
That's I, one that I love. I've about seen Duval's. video where, where they just like everybody's in chairs though. Like yeah, yes sir. Right chairs there. and bleachers. We're I right mean, right there. Yeah, Duval's. You know, especially if your hazer something happens to your hazer, the the people are there to help you. And I've seen a guy run one off to the right and bulldog him just because he was you know had it. They had a line. <laughs> I I uh, I really want to go to Duval's just to. I've never been since it's been in the indoor. Yes, yeah, sure. and uh, you know I'm a huge Roy Duval fan. Grew up around Roy. Roy is one of my rodeo heroes. Uh, looking back, but that whole group, Roy and Spud and Sam and Riley and Tom Spud and, and them have really kept that going, and it's a big deal. Riley is a great guy. He's, yes, sir. He's an awesome. I, I, Riley he is, is awesome. He is a stereotypical Duval, just a good person. I'm telling you. And you know, uh, I'm but, proud to call him my friend. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Duval is one of the coolest dudes ever. Like I, Sam Duval, he was. You know, we got to get Roy on here. Oh, Roy! How be awesome great. would that be? You talk be about good. stories, yes, sir. And Roy was a little wilder time. You guys aren't wild compared to back in the the old wild Roy days. Well, sir, sort of like my granddad said when they uh, when they were young, the the old pages on the law book were real thin. That's you know, right. there wasn't many. Now there's a whole book. That's <laughs> right. It, it's true. You know, guys talk about man, partying. This like you, we, they've done nothing compared to what they did in the past. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean. I mean, sit with Bob Tallman for 10 minutes and listen to him, you know, stealing a cop car with Mike Servi in Clovis, New Mexico. And they just called him on the radio and said, hey, bring your car back. We got to arrest some guy. You know, now you'd be 10 years in the penitentiary. And they took it to go get more whiskey. <laughs> or, yes, when they, or when they had a, oh, the uh, Wiseman, uh, steer wrestler, IPRA, great steer wrestler, Jordan Wiseman's dad, when he was at the top of a uh, – Eminem rodeo camper back in the day and he was sleeping in the parking lot of a rodeo his traveling buddy kind of got drunk and got the munchies and drove to sonic and pulled underneath the sonic and smashed the top of the camper off oh gosh with jordan wiseman's dad whoopsie in the front and they went rodeo the camper yeah Ooh, took the roof off the camper and rodeoed out it the rest of the week stayed in it I believe uh, a convertible style. I believe my dad and Boyd have actually done foot races on uh, the top of the Sonic in Uvalde. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, now that would be a that'd be something for TV. So, <laughs> to to go back over things, I want to bring everything back whole again here uh, at the Buck Days. Uh, you know, Pro Rodeo and the and the WCRA and what the WCRA does for these guys. I mean, put put it in perspective, okay, Sam? You win a million dollars. You win three of the Triple Crown events. Yes, sir. You get a million bucks. Mm -hmm. It's not a – really, it's not a year-long thing. You just win the three three of the Triple Crown events. You got a million dollars in your bank account. That helps you go rodeo. And, I mean, you can go. Just go. There's no pressure. Spreads it out. Well, you can really get by on 500000 in interest and spend the other 500000 Yeah. Well, I mean, it just <laughs> – at the end of the day, it helps you. Yes, sir. It doesn't maybe not quote unquote count towards, but you it know, count, nobody but it counts this time because guess you know my guess granddad. what the, the 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 bank only or the, you know the bills only care about what's in the bank account and and uh, but it just helps in life. It helps in going to rodeo and take that pressure off. Oh, I got to win so I can keep going. It yes, gives sir. you that freedom. My granddad always said, you know. Uh, and we've been around plenty of world champions. You can take those buckles and you can take all the saddles you want. You can fry them. You can grill them. You can put mustard on them or ketchup. They don't taste very good. But you can put some money in your pocket and you can live and you can buy whatever you want, you know, hamburger or whatever. 
That's right. I, I had a wise man once said, uh, your godfather, he said when I was in a conundrum at rodeos, and he said, pull up to a gas pump and tell them how big your rodeos are. See how much gas that gets you. Yes, sir. <laughs> and it made a lot of sense, and I've, I've repeated that to young guys. You know, it's a business. Yes, sir. You know, do you want to be cool? You know, I'm blessed. I've got a lot of big rodeos. I, I can say this from, from that side of it, but... Again, it's a business, and when it money talks. Yeah, sure. You're damn right. And money helps you walk. If you listen mm-hmm. to the first part of uh, several different songs when they talk about money, tell me who this is. Dirty, rotten, filthy, Filthy's stinking, stinky. rich. Warren? <laughs> yes. She's yes. my chair. Good words. Uh, that was a water, test. Such a sweet surprise. Um, uh, Isn't that about you know, a uh, dancing girl? What's that? <laughs> Is that about a, never mind. Anyway. Especially being a younger guy, I tell you what's really helped besides money, but uh, being around guys that have been there before you, you know, it, I'm really thankful for the older veterans, I guess you could say, that have really helped me out with Like everything. guys in their 40s? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, especially the guys <laughs> in their 40s. I, you know, uh, I've always said, and I tell this to Matt all the time, you know, if I, it's like Yogi Bear said, you know, if I could have him at 50 and listen and watch and sit with him, I can learn a whole lot more than trial and error. And I'm not as hard as I'm on myself, you know. Oh, I guarantee that. And I, I think that's one thing where we, I don't know, just from an outsider looking in, sometimes like I have thoughts about contestants. And they're like, well, what do you know? You're just a rodeo clown. I know that. But here's the thing. Every week I'm at a rodeo and I'm watching and I see different people, and I'm like, man, that kid's going to make it, or that one ain't. But I feel like there's so many times when the younger generation, uh, they don't get as much from guys that have been there, done that, because like, oh, well, I'm going to do it my own way. When you know, when they could take and learn. Because, I mean, look at, look at Stockton Graves. He's 43, and he's still – He's an animal. Stockton is. is Stockton is still – I, I would match him a bit against anybody going. Stockton, Matt, Hunter Cure, uh, who else? Uh, who else is in their forties still? Uh, mm. But uh, and you know, I think too though, Sam, it's not always that. Like when you get Curtis Cassidy, when you get to that age, and I don't know if it's all that your body is give out as much as you're just tired of of rolling, uh, you know, of, of going hard. So looking at the the deal here, Cody Cabral, I love that guy. Tanner Bruner's up tonight. Take Vidstad. Yeah. Um, you're up tomorrow night. Yes, sir. Which I don't uh, – there's some of these guys I have no idea who they are, which is and great. That, that And that's the beauty of, of you know, the virtual yeah. really qualifier. I think that's awesome. It's you know, They're going to be gone to two, three, four jackpots and some, you know, some IPRA rodeos, and here you go. Yes, they're sir. in here for big, and they're eligible for big time money. This event pays out over half a million dollars. Yes, sir. So you're out tomorrow, May twelfth is uh, going to be awesome. Riley Duval, Denver Did, Barry, she sounds hideous. Bridger Anderson, and Gus Franzen. I I really like Gus Franzen. Who doesn't like Gus? Yeah, May thirteenth. Good name. Cody Devers, Balco, Oklahoma, Northwestern Oklahoma State University Cowboy. Yep, Cody Devers, doing good. Well. Uh, Thank goodness y'all are pronouncing it right. Devers. Oh, I know. His brother got really mad a week or two ago. Yeah, his mom mom messaged me one time. It's like, will you please tell the announcer to say his name right? I'm like, I'm not a part of that. So... 
But yeah, uh, great lineup of steer wrestlers right here. And if you go to the the website or the Facebook page, they're actually pretty awesome right there. Yeah, Tell who's time. up each night. Um, you know, they've been here since last. I, I mean, like since last weekend. Um, you know, the PBR had the Velocity Tour, which is uh, kind of like a Division Two to the to the big tour, the PBR. But I mean, amazing. But Josh Frost won it, and Josh Josh Frost is an amazing. He he tied a calf in like an Angelo slack, and like I think he was like the low eights. I mean, he smoked a run. Like that guy's a cowboy. Yes, sir. You know, there's a difference for our listeners who don't know. Too. Just because guys are in rodeo doesn't mean they're a cowboy. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, I mean, there's cowboys and then there's rodeo cowboys. I feel and like it's a big difference. I feel like a lot of a lot of ways. Uh, the further we go, the more we get arena athletes instead of you know people there to have fun. I mean, I live. That's five a good way miles, to put it. I live five miles away from the closest person to me. When I get to town or get to a rodeo, I'm ready to talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how old is your house? I've seen video of it. It's great. Uh, how old is it though? It, I mean, 1920s. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> you imagine that rock wall, two foot thick. Yes, sir. It's I bet great. that. I bet that nice and cool in the warm summer. Warm in really. the winter and cool in the summer. That's right. <laughs> That's just living in West Texas, right there. That's right. <laughs> well, man. Well, thank you, Sam, for coming by. Sam Powers, everybody. He's uh, you know, rodeo lineage that goes deep, 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 and and uh, we can't wait for November. Yes, uh, sir. the Jimmy Powers Memorial, November eighteenth and nineteenth in yes, Ozona. Yes, we would sir. Like Texas. To, uh, we would also like to invite uh, anybody there would like to come and tell bad company rodeo stories. We're yes, try sir, to work on that. Anybody? I know come. David's already said he's coming. He's already booked a, a hotel room. But you know, <clears throat> honestly, uh, before I leave, I'd like to just thank everybody that's helped me and in my life, whether it's in the arena or, or an advice or. Or anything, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at without them. And thank you guys for having me on this show. Absolutely, long time coming. And thank you. To we'll Re do it again. Thank yes, you sir. to Red River Arenas for making this podcast possible. Um, great round pin sets right now. Awesome roping arenas. If you uh, if you want a bulldog, man, go Good to Red River Arenas. Too. Yeah, they got all kinds of great, and they got specials going on in the summer. So rope in your own backyard, bulldog in your own backyard, or be like JB Mooney. Put you get you a set of Red River bucket shoots and put up. So they'll even put an ashtray on the top of the bucket shoots if you need it. Yeah, for well, JB. Yeah, and even though the <laughs> JB JB quit drinking Bud Light lately, but that's a whole other story. So now that's a huge thing. But anyway, so oh, he's drinking beer. He's uh, it's, drinking it's beer. Gold Buckle beer. So gold thank buckle. you, Gold Buckle. Uh, don't forget tonight if, here locally on if you're listening on ninety four seven Talking Country, um, we're gonna be uh, seven thirty start. Uh, at here at the American Bank Center. Um, the, the center and arena has always thrown me off because there's American Airlines Center, American Airlines Arena, two different cities. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what we said. If you get there at 7.30, you'll be late. Yeah, if you get there at 7.30, you're a loser. 7 o'clock, um, there is a carnival. There's food. There's so much stuff for the family to do. So come on down here to the Buck Days. We'd love to have you down Sam here. Sam would be mic'd up tonight. At least come and watch the bulldog rope with the calf ropers. I mean, that's got to be worth its weight in gold. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Me. You're roping? Yes, sir. Oh, and uh, you can rope. Yes, sir. I've, I've seen, seen it. Like I've, I said, I've seen you in the double mugging. Yes, sir. Uh, Word Hudson let me uh, borrow his horse. He just had a baby yesterday, and congratulations to him. He's healthy. And, uh, but like I said, thankful for everybody that's helped me. But yes, sir. 
All right. Well, a thank you. A slap and a tap. Here we That's go. That's right. Rodeopatch.com. If you need any uh, rodeo patches, rodeopatch.com. All right. WCRA, check it out. Uh, World Championship Rodeo Alliance, giving away a bunch of money. We just thank you guys. Uh, rumpchat.com. We've got our merch is popping and hopping. Rumpchat.com. Go order you something. Every It'll day be, we'll be here right here. In Every day right here at noon. Brewsters, thank you guys so much. We love you. Um, I'm going to go eat some shrimp. Get it while it's hot. Bye. Hey, take all the money in the bank. Think I'd just stay here and drink.